want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Well, everyone, welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. It is <laughs> it is time for the monologue and the Q&A, question and answers. If you're on the preparedmind.club and you signed up for our premium service, a meager seven cents a day, two bucks a month, and you get everything you want, everything you need. It's all right there. Uh, <laughs> we ask you to do that to support what we're doing. Folks, Right now, you and I, the Prepared Mind Network, whether you're on the preparedmind.club or whether you're on subscribestar.com, the Prepared Mind there, or whether you're on YouTube, you could be on BitChute, Rumble, or any of the other myriad of channels out there that we're trying to keep our network live. We're in a massive battle, folks. It is on right now. Absolutely on. Now, to give you a taste of what I'm talking about, this the last few weeks have seen us, or actually a couple of months have seen us removed from Patreon and removed ourselves from their shitty platform. Others have been kicked off and left that behind. YouTube is censoring us. In fact, Mr. T sent me an email today and he's got some new graphics for us, but I haven't had a chance to get to him yet. Mr. T says, Hey, man, in one month you got 10,000 subscribers one year ago. And you haven't gotten shit since then, hardly. And I was like, yeah, man, I hear you. They're stomping down on us, folks. And now Facebook has announced that they're going to join Twitter and plan on influencing the 2022 elections. I tell you what, folks, I think this is election interference. Or is it their right as American corporations to do that? Is it impartial censorship on their side? Or is it very directed, right? Uh, does their political activity, because uh, they are political activists now. We know they're pro-Democrats, anti-Republicans, anti-Trump. Does this remove their immunity, their special protections? Because now they have essentially shown who they support and who they don't. Of course, do not expect 90 proof Nancy or up Chuck Schumer to say anything or allow any legislation to be passed, any rules enforced. Uh, it could be lawsuits on the federal level rushed up to the Supreme Court that could remove these guys, remove their immunity and allow people to sue the shit out of them. Oh man, it's going to get nasty folks. Nasty. I mean, that's, that's okay. The reason I'm late is I had to take a job. Folks, I'm going to be working. When all said and done, I'm going to get five hours of sleep a night. I've had to take this action because they saw what they just did to Steven Crowder, who is louder with Crowder. They, they gave him a strike and kicked his ass off of YouTube. I am expecting that to happen here to us. I will not violate terms of service. I will avoid violations of community guidelines. I won't say anything harmful or dangerous or make recommendations or glorify and glamorize violence. No, I will not do any of that. But, and understand this very clearly, but expect them to try and kick us off of the prepared mind on YouTube. That's why we have our backup channel, the prepared mind BC. Go there and click subscribe. Click the notification bell so if we get a strike here and we're gone, 
you'll know to go there. And down below in the comment section, we have other backup channels. If I get a strike, my brother Jim comes on. If he gets a strike, my other brother Roger comes on. That's why there's three of us, folks, is to battle these douches. Now, if you're on the preparedmind.club on our premium service, you don't have to worry about any of that. You just show up here and everything works. If you're on subscribestar.com, you paid two bucks a month, seven cents a day, seven cents. And you show up and there's no problems there. Jolene is all over this like white on rice. Right? You bet she is, right? <laughs> and we have, of course, our new moderator, uh, who is also a guest of the show, longtime friend of the show, Chris B. Bacon. We have Uman and we have Kaz, ACAS51 uh, from YouTube, also as moderators, folks. We're getting ready to throw down some dukes and politically fight these people and fight back. Right? They want to take all the money out of this. Fine, we're going to get just enough through premiums and you guys supporting us on the gorilla level to keep us active, to keep us here. But I'm going to show up later in the afternoon broadcast live with you guys somewhere between 4.30 and 5 every day. And I'm going to see if I can't get it hammered down to a specific time every time. So you can also set your clock, your calendar and say, yep, it's time for John to get loud, get crazy, talk fact, speak truth. And get the SHTF message out there, which is chance favors the prepared mind, right? Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. Folks, have a plan and prep to action. I am jazzed. I am just, I'm all over this, what's going on, folks. And speaking of what the hell, folks, we had spy versus spy. We have assassinations, and we have James Bond action. Now, you and I don't get the movies I view with cool music and suspense and cool camera angles and handsome players and actors in all of what's going on, but we do get to see, folks, the SHTF aftershocks. Russia, folks, they have now identified the players and made it public. Now, you don't have to believe this. You can say, this is all bullshit, and I don't care. But it's interesting to see how this is playing out. The FBI, their FSB, folks, is just kind of like their FBI. The FSB identifies uh, the Dugan assassination, right? The assassin direct, right? <clears throat> According to the FSB, uh, Vavik, <laughs> that's the name right? Natalia Vavik. Uh, it would be nice if it was Natasha, right? Then we got the Boris and Natasha. No, but it's Natalia. Natalia Vavik is the alleged assassin according to the Russian Federal Security Service, the FSB. Right? She entered Russia in July before situating herself in the same apartment building that, that's right, Dugina Dugin resided in. Right? So we're going to get different names, folks, but understand the Russia's philosopher, right? their lead speaker, the man who speaks for Russia. Right, it, It's kind of like uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh was the voice of conservatism. Dugin, Dugina, was the voice of Russia, the philosopher. Well, her daughter, his daughter, was the one who was assassinated. 
And Russia is saying that Ukrainian super secret agent Natalia Vok, V-O-V-K, and I know I'm not saying it right, and I don't give a shit, right? But this is what's going on, folks. It is escalating. They are naming names. They're putting pictures out there. Expect more. This is going to get nasty. We got nasty shit, SHTF going on in Russia. We got nasty stuff right here. And expect fireworks domestically, you bet. The Department of Justice, the FBI. Oh, by the way, get your questions into Jolene so I can answer them. This is going to be my monologue and your questions when you subscribe, folks, when you're a premium member on the club or subscribestar.com. You get to ask the questions. Also, on top of what I'm up to in here. Okay, facts and truth are coming out, folks. The judge formally rejected the FBI, the Department of Justice, and the Attorney General. They had an argument that said, no, 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 we must keep the Trump raid, the Mar-a-Lago raid, the affidavit, the sworn affidavit, sworn under penalty of perjury affidavit as to why they needed to search and seize property at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. They said, no, no, it's top secret. You can't let that shit out. A judge has formally rejected that, folks. Oh, they're going to try redacting everything that is blacking out with a big fat marker. They're going to try doing that. But it's going to come out, and then they're going to object to the, the redactions and want names and information and times and facts. And what kind of what kind of facts would come out? What kind of what kind of retaliation would we see to distract us? Because remember, they always need to distract us from that which is most important. Or many distractions. Many distractions. We're seeing this, right? And Uman has from time to time said, Hey, look, we got a 72-hour news cycle slash attention span. Americans can't keep up. They're trying to keep up with spy versus spy. They're trying to keep up with China. They're trying to keep up with what's going on in schools. They're trying to keep up with what's happening with this Trump thing. They're trying to keep up with Dr. Doom. They're trying to keep up with monkeypox. Right? How do you keep up with it? The preparedmind.club. That's how you keep up with it. You come here. You hear what I have to say. You tell me what you think. And we get it on, folks. Prep to action. And then you get to spread the information, folks. Share the internet address right up there. Share that address. Call people, text people, email people, and say, wake up. The game is on. You don't want to watch football or basketball or baseball. That's a game. This is the real freaking deal, folks. Now, you want some shit going on? There were explosives, folks that had a forced evacuation of a federal courthouse today. Now, in order to get rid of something that is an explosive or a potential explosive, something that looks like a bomb, they put one of their own bombs on it and detonate it to explode their bomb with the FBI or bomb squad bomb. So they did that. They didn't just collect a bomb-like device. They detonated something. This bomb scare forced evacuation of a federal courthouse. Where? West Virginia. West Virginia? Right? Not New York City. Not LA. Not Chicago. Not there. Not SF. Not DFW. Not Miami. Not 
<laughs> not Jackson, Mississippi, right? West freaking Virginia. Folks, this is terror come to America. Who would plant a bomb at a federal courthouse in West Virginia? Who? Could it be all of the uh, Afghanis that were brought here by Biden and turned loose? That weren't vetted? Could it be uh, potential Middle Eastern people with a vendetta who came through the Mexican border at the south and then were conveniently bussed without asking questions all over the country by our good buddy, Herr Biden? Right? Or could it be radical domestic leftist folks? This is terror come to America. And by the way, it wasn't just a courthouse. It was also a church. So a courthouse and a church in West Virginia. Who hates churches? Who hates churches? People who hate Christianity. Who hates Christianity? That's right, folks. The mainstream media, Democrat politicians, angry communists hate religion because their God is government. They love and worship and praise government. Because government hands them food, not just some hope. Well, by the way, churches hand out food and hope. But the government offers no hope. But that's their God. So the left, especially their most radical people, hate churches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Joe Biden, he's a Catholic. And oh, yeah, Nancy Pants Pelosi, she's a Catholic. <laughs> Both have not gotten any sort of blessing. Nuh-uh. They're in trouble with the church, except for the most radical, leftist, anti-human members of the clergy. Now, the left hates churches. And who else hates churches in America? Well, yeah, the commies. Antifa and BLM. They hate courthouses. Remember, 2020, they burned courthouses. They burned police stations. They burned cars. They burned and attacked, lasered, blew up smashed, attacked, assaulted, and murdered cops who were protecting courthouses and police stations. These police, by the way, were not protecting other businesses. No, no, no. Private citizens' businesses? F you. They got looted, vandalized, and then burned. You know, BLM, burn, loot, murder. Oh, yeah. Right? You know, they could barely protect their own the government barely protects their own. Unfreaking believable, folks. Yeah, you want to see distractions? And this is not right wing extremism, but the mainstream media, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Attorney General's office, uh, Gigi Joe Biden, Nancy Pants Pelosi, and all the Democrats and rhinos like Douche Kissinger, right? And Swallowswell. And Liz Cheney, they're going to do what? They're going to scream and yell that this is Trump extremism. MAGA did it. Ultra MAGA did it. Mega Ultra MAGA did it. They're going to say that, folks, if they say anything at all about this particular story, about a bomb scare. Right now, the last time I remember a high profile bomb scare, it was, well, it was January 6th. Actually, the bomb scare was January 5th. 
and the FBI. Did they ever discover who that person was? They had video footage, eyewitnesses. I'm sure they got a couple of leads. Maybe they should ask Ray Epps. No, no, no. They were more interested in getting cancer-ridden old women who were standing on the steps in Congress that day and arresting them for standing on the steps of our right nation's capital. Unbelievable, folks. It is on, right? I've been going here. Let me catch my breath, huh? Sheesh, I hope you guys are doing great. Oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to be able to work <laughs> at 16 hours a day. I'm not 25 anymore. I'm not 30, but I'll give it a shot. All right. What else is going on? What else should we be aware of? Well, how about this? Maybe we should be aware that Fauci... That's right, little Dr. F, Dr. Doom, he needs to find a rock, crawl underneath it, and hide. Now, just as expected, folks, he has announced his resignation. But it came shortly after Senator Rand Paul promised to get to the bottom of Cerveza Bug's origins, where it came from. See, the evidence is continuing to mount. While we're thinking about Russia and we're looking at China and Taiwan, while we wonder what's going on with our military and all the lipstick that's now being issued in boot camp, right? There's other things going on. We had the CDC put in their guidelines. Well, it's not as bad as we thought. Sorry about that. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. Sorry. No, not sorry. That's not good enough, right? The injuries from the Jim Jones juice are escalating, the deaths are escalating. It is unfreaking believable, folks. Now, I, I won't say my worst fears are being realized because my worst fear was that people would be dying, 50% of people who took the Jim Jones juice within the first year. That was my worst fear, that people would be laying around on sidewalks gasping for air. Fortunately, it's not as many as we feared, but nonetheless... People are keeling over. How many people, though, folks, just go, you know, I don't feel so good, but it's cool. You know, ah, I'll go to work. Right? As these, these spongiform-like clots pack their coronary arteries, other veins in their bodies, their pulmonary systems, that is their lungs, their brains, they're having strokes seizures. Dr. Fauci, he's going to just, he's going to resign, he says. He's going to resign. Does he think that's going to get him off the hook? That he's going to be able to just go to his, uh, pull the golden parachute and just land on some tropical island and sip uh, pina coladas while everyone else on the planet is choking? Unbelievable, folks unfreaking believable what's going on <sighs> okay i tell you uh jolene's gonna do her very best to keep up with what's going on uh Uman, chris kaz all of us you me everybody we're gonna have our hands full keeping up with what's happening folks <sighs> inflation 
They're, they're sticking it to the poor. They're sticking it to the middle class. The rich, you know, so their food bill doubles from a thousand bucks a month to two thousand. They're fucking rich. What do they care? Uh, it doesn't hurt them. A gallon of gas, ah, uh -huh, so they go from two hundred a month to four hundred a month in their fuel bill. What do they care? You and I care, and also you and I are going to have about eighty-seven thousand more IRS agents taking a look up our sphincters, so close that they could tell if our hat is on straight. All right. Now, I want to get into what I call systemic political immorality. That's the Democrats, folks. That is the Democrat. As I sit here in my bunker, snuggled beneath enough dirt and steel to feel safe, I'm going to come out and say this, right? The, the Democrat Senate candidate, John Fetterman, is a complete lunatic. In Pennsylvania, the Democrats have a candidate, folks, who collects from his parents an allowance. He's in his 50s, folks. This is who we're up against, people with this mentality. Right? This guy looks like some sort of stooge, and I know we shouldn't judge people on their looks, but he looks like some third-string James Bond villain, right? Not the top guy, right? That's Klaus Schwab. All he needs is the white cat that he can pet and go, kill him now, right? But this guy, Fetterman, is a bald-looking, big, muscular stooge who almost died from Cerveza bug, maybe, right? Well, anyways, it's coming out that he supports all kinds of radical, crazy stupidity, like legalizing heroin and using your tax dollars to fund safe injection sites, Right. So I remember years ago when they said, well, we need to reduce AIDS and communicable diseases and hepatitis by giving drug addicts clean needles. So, yeah, we're going to give them clean needles so they feel safer going out and injecting themselves with drugs. If they can afford heroin, folks, they can afford to buy their own fucking syringe. Unbelievable. These people, folks, unbelievable. And the Democrats want to keep doing it. Because it's worked so well. The streets of San Francisco, Los Angeles, Seattle, covered in crushed needles. I'm not saying it's like a sparkly road to Oz, but I know it's disgusting. In fact, people in big cities are leaving Portland, Oregon. That was a featured story a couple of days ago. People are leaving because of the homeless camps. What's in the homeless camps? feces, urine, drugs, and prostitution, and whatever else they can manage to concoct to keep themselves busy since they have no jobs. Whew. Yeah, I New York City. Unbelievable, folks, what is going on. Mm, man. Let us keep going. <laughs> It's never over, folks. It was just a few hours ago. The sun was about to come up. I filmed the morning video. <laughs> and on my lunch break, I sat down and checked out some news stories. And, and then I, I raced back to the prepared bunker to snuggle in. Got these stories. Incredible. Liz Cheney is blaming very sick Republicans because she lost. What? 
She lost by a grand majority, folks. She had less than 25% of the Republican votes. And that's after, after she campaigned and tried making herself sound like a victim and by asking Democrats to switch political parties so they could vote in a Republican primary. It doesn't matter what party they belong to in the primaries if they can put a bunch of rhinos in because then they can just vote for the Democrat in the general election. That's what they're up to, folks. And even then, she could only get 23% of the Republicans, Republicans in her state. And then she comes out and says, well, you know, she's going to run for president. She's like Abraham Lincoln. She's a victim. She has mental illness written all over her face, folks. And it's the same mental illness that's being expressed by the power elites. They are fearful of freedom. We're waking up and you're doing a great job. You're learning. You're prepping to action. You're notifying your elected officials. You're getting involved in the elections. You're getting involved in, folks, all of this. You're contacting friends and family, co-workers. You're tired of being silent. You are now making a difference. Prep to action. You're doing it. Right? And who the fuck is Liz Cheney referring to when she says very sick Republicans? Don't the people in her state know her best? Not only do they see what she's doing in Washington as a complete traitorous scumbag, not only do they see that, not only do they see that, they see what she does back home, all the sneaky shit she pulls there, all the lies that go unreported as she holds her little town hall meetings, standing up there going, I'm Liz Piggy, vote for me. Trump is bad. All right, <clears throat> we're getting close to the half hour, folks. Get your questions in. Get them in, because I want to see what you're thinking about. I want to see what's most important to you. I, 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 Folks, I'm just getting the big headlines. I'm just grabbing the biggest ones I can and running, fucking running <laughs> to talk about it. But there's a lot more going on, a lot. Yeah, so very sick Republicans. Well, if we take Wyoming as an example, it was the primary. So there's Liz, and then there's the winner, and then there are other Republicans who may or may not have been in there. So she, what she's saying is anyone that didn't vote for her was very sick, very sick. And then people who campaigned against her, very sick. Right, Trump, very sick. Interesting how they, folks, rhino Republicans and socialist Democrats, isn't it funny how they can say we're sick because we like freedom, liberty, our constitution, America, our history, our culture, our laws. We love that. So that makes us sick. We look at drag queens. We look at the LGBTQ crowd. We look at the Democrats who want all of that in our children's schools, on our military bases. They want to hold that up as something to aspire to be. Oh my God, if I could just be a drag queen, my life would be complete. What? Right? Really? And we're the sick ones. They put alternative lifestyle transition sexuality in schools and they want to teach it all the way down to kindergartners and we're the sick ones, Liz, 
Folks, just understand who the enemy is. That's why I'm going through all this. They are going to lie to your face. They're going to they're gonna lie. They're going to stab us in the back. That's what they're doing. It's gaslighting. They want us to believe that we're sick because she says so, right? Who are these uh, arbiters of truth in the Democrat socialist side? Who are these grand high wizards in the World Economic Forum and the Bilderbergs, the liberal new order that wants us to eat bugs, give up all of our property rights, give up our cars, give up our standard of living to satisfy their sick, demented perspective? Yeah, let's have a who's sick contest, folks. Let's have a who's sick contest. Oh, I know who's sick. I know you do as well. Be sure and get your questions in, folks, because it's almost there. It's almost time. And again, folks, again, remember when I told you about the Christian school? Christian school, <clears throat> the leadership, warned parents, Grace Christian School in Florida. The administrators there said, hey, Hey, parents, LGBTQ students will be asked to leave that school. And they will refer to everybody by their biological gender classification, which has been the science of the world for thousands of years. If you've got a penis, you're a male, a man, or a boy. If you've got a vagina, you're a girl or a woman. female. It's that simple. It's that simple. But they, of course, want to tell us something else. They want to tell us that we're sick, that something's wrong with us. So they're telling those students, leave. And now, folks, those school administrators, people that are standing up and saying, you're the sick bastards. We know what's right. We know the truth. Those administrators are now receiving death threats. That's right, folks. Death threats. Can you believe that? Parents are to refer to students by their biological sex. Unbelievable. I, I'm glad the school is doing that, right? Now, this is what the school says. Quote, we believe that any form of homosexuality, lesbianism, bisexuality, transgender identity, lifestyle, self-identification, bestiality, incest, fornication, adultery, and pornography are sinful in the sight of church and God. There it is. That statement came from Barry McKean by email. He's a community pastor and administrator for the private school, folks. And students found exhibiting an LGBTQ lifestyle would be asked to leave. It's a private school. Interesting. Interesting. So NBC News got a copy of this. Right, published the article Thursday, right, and warned the world, oh my God, Christian school is going to refer to students by their biological gender. Oh my God, worse than Hitler, right? Worse than Hitler. So then now they're getting death threats, folks. It is on. SHTF, it's here. It is here. <sighs> You know, I don't have to pass judgment, folks. I'm allowed to believe what I believe, but of course, I'm not allowed to violate 
you know, community guidelines. I'm not putting anyone down. I, I'm not allowed to voice my uh, expression in an abusive manner. I can just talk about what's happening, folks. You know, expect more of this, folks. Expect more of these West Virginia bomb threats. Expect more politicians like Liz and Pelosi to lose their mind. Expect more judges to say, you know, once we go off the tracks, right, we're done. Once the horse takes a crap, you can't put the shit back in it. We need to maintain some semblance of logic and reason. And so, yeah, yeah, this affidavit's going to come out. Well, over in Switzerland, folks, they're starting to realize, yeah, there is a reality, right? The, the chief of police uh, in Switzerland fears social unrest because there's going to be power shortages this winter. He says, quote, the population will rebel. He's warning them. But what is the World Economic Forum? Folks, by the way, they're headquartered in Davos, Switzerland. You think they're going to be noticed for their efforts that they've been talking about for years, their great reset? Oh, by the way, the Swiss, even though they're neutral in World War I and World War II, the Swiss people are well armed. In fact, it's a law over there. You will defend the country. It's almost like a Second Amendment is a demand in Switzerland, but the world won't talk about it. We don't want the rest of the world to know about Switzerland and all the guns they have. Right? They want to point to America and say, look how crazy it is over there. But every time you and I look at America, we go, the only places it's crazy are where Democrats are in charge. Right? The great state of Texas, the great state of Florida, and other great states are stepping up and passing laws, saying no more of this gender bender stuff. No more right, of this critical race theory. No more of this anti-America. No more of this pro-communist shit. Look out, folks. Look out. But the damage is done. Right? There's going to be more ripples through the global economy as shortages continue, folks. Right now, zinc, aluminum, and other metal smelters, refineries are shutting down in Europe because, well, there's not only a shortage of power, but if power is available, the costs are through the roof. And they've got to pass those costs on to the consumers. The people can't afford it. So they're shutting down production. They're bringing it down, down, down. I, I know I got to get to your questions, folks. I got to get to them. But today I had an interesting talk. And it was, it was a discussion about economics. But it was about Marxist economics. And how in order to get the Marxist dream of socialism, the Marxist dream of socialism installed they have to have their revolution and part of that revolution is destroying the economy destroying the political system and destroying the spirit and morale of the people what are the commies blm antifa the democrat party and rhino republicans what are they doing what are woke corporations doing what are global leadership positions in the wf what are they calling for you guessed it now it's time for your questions are you ready I know. I got my breath. I caught it. Ah. 
Welcome back, folks. It is only Monday. It has just begun this week. Last week, last week, full of SHTF. The week before, full of SHTF. Last month, last year, yeah, we called it, folks. We called it. it it's not a day. SHTF is not an event. It's a process. What do you want to talk about? Jolene, who do we have up first? And it's Blue Cord Devil who did his very best to give me a hangover today. And thank you, brother. It was a great show last night on Sunday Night Live, the zoo. We had the Knights of the Round Table show up. Uh, <laughs> our good friend Vaughn, Backcountry Preps, he just didn't have enough, well, internet bandwidth uh, to properly join us. Uh, but he was spending time with the family and just wanted to drop in. That was great. Love having crispy bacon on there. Love having Kaz and Ooman live. It was a good time. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. So we got Blue Core Devil who joined us in the comments section and, and just had, a, had fabulous topics. He says, question, heard something about a bill called AIM giving the ATF more powers? Well, all a bill is is a uh, proposed law, right? Now, when a bill is, is created... Uh, it goes to the House of Representatives or the Senate. It can be a Senate bill, SB, whatever the number is, or an HB, a House bill, whatever number they want to assign to it. And it's introduced and amendments are put in it to make it more viable until they know they've got enough votes to have a majority. And then they vote on it and it passes. And the Senate does the same thing, the House and the Senate. And if their bills are similar enough, they go to a uh, a joint committee thing where they work out the differences and add stuff, and then they take them back to both houses and try passing them. Getting a law passed, folks, is typically very difficult, right? And so it, it causes for, it causes a, shall we say, what's a good word for this? Because I don't want to make it sound like they only pass good laws, right? They pass uh, uh, bills into laws that are compromising all parties on all sides uh, kind of try and become agreeable to it. But the Democrats, folks, they've got a majority right now in the House and the Senate. So they know they don't have to really compromise a whole lot. They don't. Now, after they pass that and the president signs it, the law is now in the statute books, which I don't think should be applied to the people. Anyways, then it goes to the bureaucracy to interpret it and turn that legislation into rules, rules that can then be enforced by law enforcement. The ATF is one such law enforcement agency. The alcohol, rather, let me, let me give it the full and proper name, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. But we just call them the ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms. Right? They're already in trouble for taking loosely worded law that has been passed and goes from a bill to a law signed by the president and then interpreting it so strictly that the ATF and other bureaucracies are acting themselves as if they are lawgivers. Well, as far as I'm concerned, they can suck it. Shall not be infringed makes a lot of sense. So a bill called AIM, well, that sounds about right. You know, that sounds really cool. I remember when when Barack Hussein Barry Satoro Obama. And if everyone doesn't know, Barry Satoro was an alias. 
that Barack Obama used in his life, an alias, right? Now, I'm John. You guys don't get to know my last name, but I go, uh, the show's called The Prepared Mind, John The Prepared Mind, right? But I'm not running for president. I'm not pretending to be someone. I'm not, I'm not hiding where I was born. I'm not trying to say, you can't see my birth certificate. And then when I produce one, it's fabricated. I'm not doing any of that, right? I'm not hiding the fact that my mother, right, got some, some issues about who daddy is. And then mother living with communists and marrying communists in foreign countries. I mean, good God, who paid for his education, never had a job. But he, he sounds so magnanimous and says, uh, we need common sense legislation. And he said common sense, like, if you don't agree with me, you're a moron. But then the same people who passed his laws, folks, like, like the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, they didn't even read it. They said you got to pass it. You got to vote for it before you find out what's in it. And the American people were fed that dramatic, incredible, insane, unconscionable lie. There should never be a law that is passed without being read on the floor of Congress. They should have to read every word that's in that law. That would stop these mountainous, voluminous piles of shit from being passed. You want to make a law? Make it a page or two and read it off and let the American people hear it. Not just, well, it's House Bill 102364A. And it's this freaking thick, right? These people are scum. They're absolute. There's nothing that they can do, folks, that will put more common sense into the world. No law makes common sense happen, right? If the people don't have common sense, what good does it do to give them common sense legislation? They can't read it, won't read it anyways. And criminals aren't using common sense when they break the law. But we look at the law, the true law, the Constitution, our Bill of Rights. The Second Amendment says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Pretty freaking common sense, if you ask me. How many, how many laws are not violated? How many people's rights are not stepped on? by the government or criminals because they believe that the person they would love to victimize just might be armed, and so they back off. It's the same level of deterrence that one country uses to another to stop a nuclear attack. The U.S. will not use nuclear weapons to attack Russia because Russia has nuclear weapons that could attack America. It's called deterrence. We the people, well, criminals think that we have a gun, very much potential. So even if they have a gun, they don't believe they've got an advantage. It is a deterrent. Unbelievable. And it is also the great equalizer. Right? A 100-pound woman armed with a shotgun. Right, Joe Biden? Give that girl a shotgun. A woman with a shotgun, a 20-gauge shotgun, is now the equal of a man, whether he is unarmed, armed with a knife, or even armed with a gun. They're on even standing, even ground at that point. All right, let's do this. Let's get to another question and see what's on your mind. Get your questions in now or forever hold your peace. We've got East Texas Country Boy who has good comments in the past. Let's see what he says today. He says, 15 or so years ago, when I began prepping, I seen a video that claimed nukes could only be effective exploded at certain latitude and longitudinal coordinates. 
Do you know anything about this? Ever seen the video? Do you believe it or have information about this? I've recently wanted to revisit the video and it has disappeared. Before I refer to the atomic or nuclear or neutron bombs, I want to say that many videos, folks, have just disappeared. My own videos have disappeared off the internet. I can't even find my own freaking Bigfoot video. It's disappeared. Whenever I want to see it, Jolene has to dig it out and dust it off, and I ask her to repost it. In fact, Jolene, I would love to repost my Bigfoot videos. I've actually done two. I did one that was an hour long and then a follow-up video uh, about some more Bigfoot interactions. I'd love to just repost those uh, on, on the Prepared Mind channel, on the <laughs> on the club, on Subscribestar. Post it just for posterity. It was such a crazy thing. Anyways, back to your questions. Videos disappearing. All the videos exposing the inconsistencies coming from law enforcement, medical doctors, and mainstream media, as well as eyewitnesses and would-be parents from Sandy Hook. All those videos and documentaries gone. Gone. The April 15th Boston bombing. All those videos detailing every inconsistency and high strangeness, gone. Right? We had Cowboy, Wheelchair Man. We had the guy that I call the Hulk because he was wearing pants shredded in vertical strips from the knee down, yet his legs weren't blown off. Right? No blood on his legs. Runs from the explosion. He's high-stepping high that shit. Whoa! You know, and smoke going around. His, his clothes are shredded, but there's no blood, no, no injuries, no lacerations. And later, he's videoed walking by other people who were injured, drinking a bottle of water. I don't know what, waiting for his union card to get stamped. I love Hulk Man. There's also Grandma who arrived late to the scene. And then people who managed to get injuries, you know, a minute after the video. I mean, these videos all just disappear. So when you talk about uh, nuclear weapon, nuclear weapons uh, stuff, yeah, they'll disappear, you know, because it's misinformation. <laughs> you know, I've heard that uh, nuclear weapons are fake, that um, they're not real, that a nuclear weapon will only last uh, a year before it goes bad and it just has to be thrown away. I've heard all kinds of stuff, uh, and I don't know what is true because I am not a nuclear scientist. Uh, why nuclear weapons would only work at certain latitudes or longitudes uh, is equally um, interesting. You know, the, the, the fact, and this is, this is an oddity, the fact that a colonel, lieutenant colonel in the Air Force, uh, saw a UFO over Bentwater, uh, that is an Air Force base in England, filed reports, right, that other UFOs have been reported over both nuclear uh, power stations as well as nuclear silos, uh, and where reports have made it out, made it into the public, released to the public by the government, detailing how a, an unidentified flying object flew over missile silos and activated the missiles and the launch codes and then shut everything down shortly after just high strangeness when it comes to nuclear weapons, nuclear technology, and 
does it work? Does it not work? Is it limited? How dangerous is it? I don't know. I just know that I don't trust the people in charge to tell us the truth. I mean, I've even heard, folks, and it is just a theory that there was no bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but rather those bombs were smuggled in and detonated on the ground, right? They, they weren't dropped from the Enola Gay. They weren't dropped from up in the air. Uh, what, what do I know, right? What, what do any of us know? Unless you truly know, you don't know, right? And having a belief doesn't mean you know. And then if you know because you know, or I know because I know, that doesn't make it any more right just because I am I, I am dead set against something or because I believe something so strongly that it becomes my truth doesn't make it any more true. Incredible stuff, folks. I wish I had the answers. All I can do is give you opinions, perspective, and then you get to decide. Look around. Listen what the news, the politicians, the lunatics are saying in the mainstream media. And that's all I did, folks. And I came to the conclusion that these people are whack and I needed to get prepared. And it has become a lifelong mission of mine to live a fantastic life and be prepared. And now, folks, I've lived an interesting, some say a good life. Others would say, what? You're calling that good? I've lived my life and I'm still prepared. And it is now, folks, paying me back. Right? The food I've saved costs pennies compared to the dollars it is now. So much of it, folks. So much of it. Let's do this. Let's get to the next question. We got 10 minutes left. And we got Doc Holiday checking in. He says, December 13th, 2022. All citizens' rights, all U.S. citizens' rights are gone. Executive Order 14067 gives Biden unprecedented power over the U.S. dollar. They will be able to turn your money off. I tell you what, folks, um, I don't know about the date. I don't know about the year, the month, the day. I don't know about any of that. Doc Holliday, I, I, I wish I had your certainty and your information. Ah, that's what's going on. Got some computer stuff going on here, folks. Always got to be careful. I'm like, what the hey? Unbelievable. Got to be careful. Anyways, uh, uh, when it comes to executive orders, folks, if you go not just back from Biden to Trump, go ahead and put that back up there, if you will, Jolene. Biden, back to Trump, back to Obama, thank you. Back to Bush, back to Clinton, back to Bush, back to Reagan, back to Jimmy Carter, back to Ford, back to Nixon, back to LBJ, back to JFK. You go back to, that's right, Ike. You go back to our presidents of World War II, FDR, right, and his vice president who became the president, who's the one who dropped the bombs on Nagasaki. Right, you go all the way back. I went back in the president's folk, all the way back to FDR, way back in the 1930s. He took away the people's money. He took away the gold. Right? They made it illegal to own gold. People were told you will turn your gold in. Right, Gold was worth so many dollars an ounce. Right, They can cancel our dollar. 
they can turn the money off. They can turn off the ATMs. They can turn off the credit cards. They can turn off the entire internet. They can do whatever the hell they want, right? Because they have the switch. They have the key. They have the power. And we are just little people. This is the essence of being prepared. Understanding what they can do to us, whether that power is an executive order, an emergency power that the president just decides he has at any moment. Well, it's an emergency. I'll just do what I want. Everyone eat ice cream. I'm Joe Biden. Right? They can do that. I wanted people to see this uh, again here, Jolene. All U.S. citizens, are rights are gone. Okay, we can take that away now. <clears throat> Our rights are never gone. They cannot be taken away by a government. They cannot even be surrendered by a human being. Right? You can't give up your rights. All you can do, the best or worst you can do with your rights, your right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, all your rights, you can't give them up. Nature commands that you have them, but you can choose to not exercise them. You can abandon them, but they're always there. In other words, someone can say, yeah, the government can tell me what to do anytime at once, and I'll obey because I'm an idiot. <laughs> right? Abandon all your rights, your right to free speech, your right to self-preservation, your right to uh, protection from self-incrimination, your rights to not be given cruel and unusual punishment, your right to travel and move about. You cannot exercise those rights for 80 years. And then decide one day when you're 81 and go, you know what? I think I'm going to start exercising my rights. Your rights are granted, gifted to us all by God. And it's just whether or not we choose to exercise them, to use them. See, nature says you need to eat to stay alive. That's your right. You must exercise that. You don't eat, you die, you starve. Right? That's your right. You have a right to put food in your mouth and eat. The government says, well, you're not allowed to get food. You have to stay in your house because of cerveza bug. That's a violation of a very fundamental right to getting food, right? to getting water, to, to being able to live, to sustain yourself. And not just sustain yourself, but if you can live to sustain yourself, is it wrong to live and prosper? and increase your wealth and your standard of living and extend your life by living healthy. The government wants to say, oh, no, 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 you just have a right to life, but you know your, your quality of life, that's up to us because we're the government. See, you can, you can just see how they have stepped above, beyond, and over. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, we got another questione, another comment. One more. And it is N -N Nikki. She says, I never understood the government starting to peddle health care. Something was wrong right from the beginning and how the unconstitutionality of it didn't quash that immediately. Still confounds me. Well, uh, they made it really clear by not being really clear, Nikki. Uh, the Affordable Care Act didn't make anything affordable. I think we've all come to the agreement on that. It like jumped 50 to 80% and went up 40% a year. And you do that compounded year after year. And it's like, yeah, that really made it affordable. But it was challenged constitutionally right from the beginning. 
and uh, Justice Roberts, who is also the Chief Justice. He was the uh, he wrote the majority opinion and explained. And and Jolene in California just lost power. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> uh, John Roberts, Supreme Court Justice, explained that the Affordable Care Act, when it decided to penalize you for not obeying their command, their mandate, that it really truly wasn't a command or a mandate, but it was a tax. That $2,000 penalty for not signing up for the Affordable Care Act was a tax. So how is a $2,000 tax affordable health care? It's a fucking lie. But if you bought their unaffordable health care, you didn't have to pay the tax. So it had nothing to do with health care. It was a tax bill. And that is how they excused it away from being unconstitutional, but claimed that it was a tax levied on all people under the banner of being called affordable health care. And that is the sophistry, the lies, the, the, the gaslighting of America, the jumping through hoops and bureaucratic red tape that government will do to do anything they want to screw you over. It was a tax. And who benefited? Well, the government collected some more tax from people who refused. I'm sure that the wealthy people who could afford it just said, I'll pay the tax. I don't care. What do I care? Right. What do they care? Right. But who actually made out like a bandit? I'll tell you who made out like a bandit. The insurance companies. Because now everyone was required to go get insurance where otherwise they would not have. Employers were forced to pay for insurance for their employees. So they said, that's it. We're going to get rid of our full-time employees and make part-time employees or push them down so that the corporations didn't have to pay the tax, which is the healthcare cost, right? And they put all of that on the taxpayer. All of that burden went to the taxpayer. So not only did they lose their full-time jobs, but they were forced to buy health care at a more expensive rate that went up consistently year after year in order to pay this tax that they called health care. Un-fucking-believable. And that, my friends, is how government is not supposed to work. But that is the exact type of shit that Democrats... Rhinos, socialists of all ilk, love. Because anything they pass gives the government more authority. And governments love to destroy our constitutional rights and put us in SHTF dire straits. Where are we today? Right there. Pandemic, war, cultural revolution. They've got it all, folks. Now, I used to say this. I'm a general contractor. I'm a general contractor, and it takes me and one or two helpers, one or two laborers, one or two carpenters, takes me three months to build a house. And arson, you know, like BLMers, burn, loot, murder, they can burn a house down, folks. They can burn a house down in half an hour.
Takes me months, takes them minutes to destroy. Democrats are destroying this country now. Get prepared. Chance favors the prepared mind. Is yours. Godspeed. Semper Fi and God bless America. I'll be back tomorrow and I'll see you then. Thank you for joining us and signing up at the preparedmind.club and shopping at the preparedmind.club.